everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where with summer camps announcing one after another that they won't be opening this summer, we have parents like myself asking, now what? Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, General Manager here at the Nachman Network. You can find me here right after Allison, right before Nachman's live lunch. A Zoom good morning to Yoni. What's up, Yoni? Good morning. How are you? I'm well. Should I just call you head counselor Yoni Pollock? I was I was just thinking that. I was like, what can I do on the Upper West Side? Can, can I utilize Central Park as some sort of campground? What do we think? Yeah, just spray big fat white circles all over Central Park. And as long as they're six feet apart, you can put kids in there. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you. So last night, um, Camp Morisha sent out an email and a video announcing that, that they would not be opening this summer. Of course, leaving the door open for any possibility of that changing at the last minute, otherwise known as any possibility of parents like myself dropping their kids off at the front gate of Morisha with a couple of pairs of underwear and socks and saying, hey, see you guys whenever I see you. Yeah. Um, so I had one kid who actually started to cry, which I get. Because it's not just about the fact that Marasha is amazing and that camp in general is amazing. But when you tell kids that they can't have school anymore and they can't get together with their friends anymore, <laughs> right. and zooming, and now all of a sudden their, whole, their, their major holdout is for a camp and now there's no right. camp, it's like it's a tremendous amount of stress. Well, let me ask you, harder on the kids or harder on the parents? You know, well, first of all, for parents... Um, they can't go back to work. What am I going right. to do? Even if we open up the studio, which I would really, really like to happen. Um, yeah. Even if I open up the studio, what am I going to do? Leave my kids when they don't have class and they don't have this and they don't have actual any structure. Am I supposed to go into Manhattan every day? How's that supposed to happen? And it's right. not. Just so how many camps have we heard about? So, I mean, officially I've heard from two or three major camps, but right. you know, there are other, others going to follow suit. And then there are others who are saying we are open. And until somebody tells us we're not opening and then, you know, but then you have all the day camps, Yeah, you have, you know, there, there's a tremendous amount of stress all over the place. And then everyone's looking. So what was the activity last night for parents like myself, Airbnb shopping, where are you? <laughs> and then, yeah. Right. So then, of course, there's the conversation. Why are we going to another house? Why don't we just stay in this house? There's a lot to do here. I'm like, because there's a little Mishana Makom, we got to get out of here. Yeah, exactly. kind of a thing. Right. A little change of scenery. And it's like, okay, where do you want to go? So the conversation, I swear, you'll like this. Yeah. First, the, first the conversation was, should we go to Texas? Yeah. And I said, sure, in the summer. That sounds like fun. <laughs> and then everyone's looking at cheap flights. So where was the cheap flight to? The next discussion was Anchorage. I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, right. Okay. Sounds like fun. Except you understand there's no nighttime. It's only daylight during the Day, summer. You right. will never, ever sleep. So I'm like, okay. I'm like a lot of fishing, not so much tennis. Okay, great. Good. And then the conversation <laughs> somehow or another morphed into Wisconsin. Do we want to drive like to Milwaukee? Right. Yeah. Right. And then one of my kids says, oh, my gosh, there's this gorgeous house in the Hamptons. And it's only $4,500 for the month. And I look at it and I said, well, either you're illiterate or there's a typo because it's $45,000. 45000 
hundred. A little bit different. Right. And at one point, Stephen's like $4,500 for a 12 bedroom house in the Hamptons. What, you know, is it, is it decrepit? Is it like, what's wrong right. with that? And I'm like, no, genius. It's not $4,500. It's $45,000. Right. So if I, I had know, a choice there, there a between those four places, yeah, it'd be Texas. I would probably. Well, I mean, I mean, but I've already been to Texas. Like, I know Texas, and that's fine. But I'm telling you, I've heard a lot of good things about the, like, Montana area in terms of, like, you're probably not going to run into a lot of people. There's some great hiking. It could be right, some good family fun. Right, because there are no people in Montana, honey. That's why you're not going right. to run into anybody. Yeah, you're going to run into bison. Um, so that's great. But my, bison, yeah. bison. But my friend Judy, I was texting back and forth with her, and she's in Seattle. I'm like, coming to you for the summer is looking pretty good right about now. And I said, so she's like, you want to meet in Yellowstone? And I'm like, only if they have a Ritz Carlton. We're not the same kind <laughs> of vacationers, honey. <laughs> so anyway, there's a lot of there are a lot of questions. And while I was hoping to be able to 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 um, have a silver lining for my kids out of all this. Camp Yoni is looking really, really fine right about now. Yeah. Well, with no no horse in the race I, about the camps, like I've been going back and forth because we've been discussing getting like different friends WhatsApp groups. I just I, I hope a few of them do open up. I understand not opening up. I definitely get it. But I do hope right. a few of them, uh, you know, I guess take that risk, so to speak. Even though I can't, you know, I can't. Uh, I don't. Again, I don't have kids. I've never. I'm not a camp person really in general, but still. Right. So this could be good. Right. So we'll we'll have to continue this conversation during the live lunch as now yeah. the king, the king of summer camp. I'm sure we'll have plenty to weigh in on a lot yeah. of back and forth and what have you. I was actually in touch with Jeremy Joseph last night, but we'll talk more about that during the live lunch. Yoni, I hope you are keeping up with your social distancing and you're washing your hands with soap and water. Absolutely. Excellent. You got to keep that up. I also want to let you know the national holidays. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you noticed my post yesterday that tomorrow, and I do want to mention this for all our Canadian friends, that tomorrow is National Canadian Immigrants Day. We are celebrating our Canadian friends who realized, hey, there's nothing going on up here. We should go south and made the <laughs> effort to come and be Americans. Yes. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, hosers. Thank you for joining us here in our beautiful <laughs> country. Um, I don't even know what's going on in Canada right now. Do they have a major outbreak? I feel like I haven't heard much, but I mean, I do know their borders are still closed. So yeah, thank you. Oh my gosh! By the way, did you see the? And then I really have to move on because I'm talking too much to you. This is how much I miss you. I'm talking this <laughs> much to you. Um, one second. Did you see the Governor DeSantis um, from Florida press conference yesterday? I love it. Oh my god! Mm, I loved it. Yeah. Total fire, right? So, but I'll cool. tell you my takeaway. So he's destroying the, the the mainstream media for their coverage of what it looked like in Florida and his opening up and not doing this and not doing that and whatever. And meanwhile, his numbers are, thank God, solid and Florida's in good shape. And what does he say? He says, everyone's saying to me, you're going to end up being New York. You're going to be the next Italy. And my takeaway is, oh my God, he mentioned New York before Italy. That's the way they see us. We're worse than Italy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's a good point. Oh yeah. I like After that, I didn't hear anything else he said. I was That's just like, point. wow. Is yeah. anyone going to want to have anything to do with New Yorkers after this? I just... It's already tough as it is. Eh? It is very, very tough. So, yeah, the borders are closed. Yeah, the New York borders are closed. They're keeping us chained in here. Anyway, all right, Yoni, let's talk about tomorrow. Oh, sorry, today, our national holidays. 
Actually, it is Emergency Medical Services Day. Shout out to anyone who's involved in emergency medical services. We certainly do applaud our frontliners. Absolutely. And we thank them very much for their service. I thank my husband and every fellow Hatsala member and frankly, every Hatsala wife and every Hatsala daughter and every Hatsala son. Everyone yep. gives when you have a family member who's on Hatsala. So shout out to everyone. It's also Eat More Fruits and Vegetables Day, which seems to be the Thursday of Memorial Day. Yeah, I got to tell you something. I've been eating plenty of fruits and vegetables. Um, as my daughter Shoshana has recently said, salad makes me sad. Right. <laughs> salad is not... <laughs> Salad is not a happy food. I don't say, wow, I'm having a salad. This is great. Salad makes me sad. So even I am a little down on eating more fruits and vegetables, but we will talk to our guest about that in a second. I, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if your guest is going to agree with you, but I guess we'll find out. No, I, she's a very realistic guest. She's a very down-to-earth okay. person. Yeah, she's not going to sit here and say, Miriam, grilled mango tastes just like ice cream. No, it doesn't. All it right. doesn't. I don't okay. care what you do to it. Um, and also, this one is a funny thing. I need a patch for that day. Yes, whatever you, I know, whatever your obsession or your vice is, and you need a patch for that as if the patch is what's going to get rid of it, yeah. I, it's, I, it is, I need a patch for that day. Pretty funny. All right, yep. Yoni, we'll, we will talk back with you in just a few moments at the top of the hour. Join you for the live lunch. I will see you then. See you soon. Thank you. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, and I'm joined by a, a, I mean, I could call her a returning guest, but she's really just a pal at this point. Shipper Klein from Flashix Magazine joins me. The, the quarantine issue is out, and hello, Shifra. Hello, how are you? You know, I'm not making sourdough bread. Can we still be friends? <laughs> I totally. Actually that did not work out for us either. My son thought he was going to make it, and it just didn't work out. It died. I, I, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a part of that crazy. I got my own crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's high maintenance. It certainly is high maintenance. The, the, the amazing thing about the new issue called Quarantine Qu Cooking that has a masked egg on the front cover. And I will say, I, I really appreciated that visual. I thought it was very creative. Um, the first thing that I had noticed was that a, a shout out to the US Postal Service that is having its own trouble during Corona. I got my, there, you know, when you get a magazine, you know, it says like in-house dates, you know, between right. this date and that date. Yeah, I'm so happy I'm in the right month as to when it was supposed to arrive in my house, but certainly not certainly not in the right week. But yet, this is still a very relevant issue as we are all still quarantine cooking. Tell I me what it was. Yeah, go. The funniest thing is when it went to print, because it went to print two weeks ago, pretty much a week and a half ago. Two, yeah, about two weeks ago, I thought to myself, like, this is a big risk. Like, what if we're, everything is done and open and we're out of quarantine and everyone's going to be like, I don't want to even hear about it. So yeah. I was like, this is a little bit risky because unfortunately, it's still so relevant. Um, that was just really funny because I had that like anxiety before it went to print. Like, is this going to be the right thing to do? So Yeah. And then you were like, yeah, this nightmare isn't ending too soon. We can go to print. <laughs> Not are we problem. are we going to are we even having a summer like forget about Shavuos are we even having a summer so like yeah I mean the cover was made by Naftali Mann of Man Sales Co really brilliant I think a great cover totally and also yeah. very clean it's also very yeah. clean 
And and I think that the um, and when I mean clean, I mean minimalistic and not in a negative way at all. You know, one of the things that you focus on in your in your editor's letter, in your intro, is that um, we got to do with what we have. And yeah. there's still a lot to be had with what we have at home. And I think that that was a really important message. People are obviously stressed for so many different reasons, but financially going to the store on a daily basis, on a by day, you know, every couple of days, et cetera, is not what we're doing anymore. Everyone's looking to make the most of what they have. And you're saying with this cover and with your message, guys, there's a lot we can do with what we have. Right, exactly. And like, we really like the theme of the issue, you know, sort of reflected what we're all going through. We, we really re like revamped everything because we were going to do the restaurant issue right after Pesach. So that had to go out the window. And then even Shavuos was going to be a little bit more like about Shavuos. And yes, there are stuff for Shavuos, but I felt like it was going to be so, I mean, Hopefully this will never happen again. So like if I'm doing a magazine that's relevant, it should reflect what's going on. So yeah. Right. No, a hundred percent. And yeah, I mean, with the closing of restaurants and restaurants having to be redefined from what we have known for God knows how long, I I can only imagine what your next restaurant issue is going to look like. It's going to look like a whole bunch of takeout. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I wonder what, it's going to be like in six months, like how many restaurants are still going to be around? What are they going to look like? Interesting. I mean, talking about Florida though, like they're see, they seem to be going back to normal the way we thought normal would be. That's interesting. Right. As normal as my observation over there, that gives me some hope for people. Right. And Israel. I mean, Israel, the, either the ban has lifted or is lifting very soon about, you know, restaurants being able to have regular occupancy or close to regular occupancy. And that's very exciting. But when you have yeah. when you have New York being, you know, we have a scarlet letter C on ourselves for Corona and nobody wants to have anything to do with us. Uh, and, and, and yet the Crown Heights food scene and the food crawls and the this and the that and, yeah. you know, all the food in the five towns. I have no idea what anything is going to look like, but neither does anyone else. And so, yeah, there's, yeah we, there's, can't predict it. we can't predict it. But tell me for a second, just from a technical point of view, how different was it for you to publish a magazine during Corona than than outside of Corona? I mean, the truth is me and my husband, we work sort of from home. And so we almost operate all the time, like everybody does during Corona. All our staff is already virtual. Like we don't work with the staff at home. So already we were set up in place for a lot of success during this time, which is really ironic. Even as a couple, my husband and I joke, like we're used to each other at home all day. <laughs> Whereas like everybody's getting used to that like dynamic. We've been doing this for a while now. Um, it's, it's harder with the kids home and with Corona, I'm going to be honest, but that's another story. Um, but, uh, yes, that different, I think our photo shoot, we had to do, I, I revamped. So I took some of the content that was meant for the restaurant issue and I put it into the Shavuos issue. Um, like we were going to do this whole article on the bread basket, right? You know how restaurants sort of like used to always have a bread basket? Sure. It was the first 300 calories of every one of my meals. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it sort of disappeared. And then like restaurants were starting to charge for the bread basket. So we were going to do this whole thing about that. And then we had an article of like one dough, three ways, and you can make three different breads with it. So it was really cool. And that's like perfect for Truist. It was like a garlic knot, focaccia, spinach, like you can't go wrong. So I just took that, put it in the Truist issue. That was a no brainer, but we still had to do one shoot. Um, And so what we did was the photographer, Schneider Menacher, um, he lives upstate. So he was anyways in quarantine sort of before, you know, he wasn't really seeing any people and we were in quarantine in, in Cedarhurst. So he was the only one who came to our house. Whereas we usually would have a lot more people. It becomes like, you know, you've been, you've seen, sure. like, you know, we have a lot of people where we take, you know, we include people into it. We had to stop that. So um, that was the big change. Otherwise we just had a lot going on before. So we were able to make do. Very interesting. We're discussing uh, publishing magazines and the new issue of Flashix magazine here with Shifra Klein on That's Life here at the Knuckles Siegel Network. Shifra, besides the uh, the bread articles um, and, you know, the the cook once, make it twice and, you know, that whole um, that whole methodology, uh, uh, that that whole section of the magazine and, you know, the the bread three different ways, which is also Great. I want to talk for a second, though, about the feature you had done on um, with the with the uh, the event with the Anellis group. Um, yeah, I, I, I got to pull it up because, of course, I brought it with me. I could do my issue, you know, go, go do my interview and go through it with you. But how hard was it for you? And by the way, the same question applies to your feature on the restaurant in um called wise beyond her years when you're talking about sage restaurant how yeah sage kitchen yeah yeah sage kitchen how hard was it for you to reference those two you know the rest you know restaurant life and getting together for a, a a food event life how hard was it for you to reference those things which seem so long ago and so far from what we're experiencing right now in this quarantine issue yeah, I mean, that's a good question because it was a struggle to think about how to approach restaurants. And then also we did a travel feature. So how that? it's like at this time. So the fascinating thing specifically about the Wall Street article was that in each magazine, we do like a restaurant feature. We try to theme it with a different group of people, get people, you know, feature people and stories. And so in this case, we featured the Brooklyn Market and the Anellis Group. So it was a story and, and all the vendors came and it was really a way of celebrating the Brooklyn market. Food meets fashion and really cool and it was really fun. But then like the sad thing about this was that everybody that was at this event was impacted by the coronavirus. The Brooklyn market, which the event was celebrating, never opened because of the virus. Wow. So this story about this dinner became a story about how the coronavirus impacted this, the actual event and what was supposed to be. So it was actually really interesting. Wow. I didn't even realize it didn't open. I mean, that's. Yeah. It's a long article. So if you get to like page four, you would see. (laughs) (laughs) If I had, if I had an attention span at this point in my life, longer than a flea, we'd probably be in great shape. (laughs) But you know, like many people, I read the read the uh, magazines for the uh, for the pictures and talking I know, about the, I know. 
And talking about the pictures, by the way, I mean, I I love anything that has to do with lentils. And I absolutely love anything that has to do with um, with tzuchina. So when we talk, when you have the recipe, first of all, when you have the recipe that she provides from Sage Kitchen for the uh, the chocolate chip cookies with tzuchina, yeah. I mean, yeah, that and, and salt. I mean, those are like my three food groups, salt, tzuchina, and chocolate chips. So, you know, a recipe like that is going to hit home. And what I think is very interesting in going back to your converse, our first conversation about people have things at home that they can utilize and still make something exciting and different. You know, a lot of homes have tahina now. It's not the most bizarre thing at all to have yeah. raw tahina, have, you know, just, you know, not pizza tahina, not you going to a pizza store, not that flavored stuff. We're not talking about that. Don't be putting that in a cookie. But all these other yeah. ingredients, <laughs> could you imagine? All of these other ingredients exist in homes. And so I think that, you know, you try and stay true to um, to your your mission for this issue, you know, throughout. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. And you're right that Tina has become a staple. I mean, I think like, Middle Eastern food in general has become so much more popular um, in recent years. Right. Um, yeah. And then we also like, I think, so what we did was for Shavuos on that note, we like just went simple. Like our, our Shavuos feast that we shared is probably like, if you want to serve it to four people, will cost you like $20, you know? Right. So that was Are what we were thinking about. Are you hearing from subscribers that, or, or from people who follow Fleischik's that, that they're really struggling with being creative at home with food and that they're sick of cooking three meals a day or two meals a day and being a short order cook, like help them? I mean, I didn't hear that from Fleischik subscribers. I don't know if that group of people is sick of cooking. Um, being a short, that's another story. You're right. Um, but I didn't actually hear that so much from the subscribers. I've been hearing that more on social media. Um, and then I started to feel that way. So I just started to make my kids make their own, own food, but they are old enough to do that. So, right. I, I, we had to announce that the kitchen closes at eight because <laughs> <laughs> that you have to do with older kids. They will be there till midnight. I just, I mean, yeah. yeah. And you know what? It's funny. I was telling somebody yesterday, um, that the sanitation workers who are, who take away our garbage are probably are, are pretty stunned by the amount of garbage that we produce. <laughs> Got to be honest. So at one point, I finally said to them, "You know, there are nine people living in my house." And he looks at me and he goes, "Okay, that makes sense." Oh my! That's hilarious. I always think about what they think. Like after Shabbos or Yom Tif, it's crazy, and I wonder what they think. Like right. Yeah. It's, it's like what you had another holiday yeah exactly um you know never the other ending. thing that's right never ending you know the other thing that's very interesting and i know that i know of rummy we're running out of time i know i know i know there's a cream cheese shortage have you heard about the cream cheese shortage this i did hear about but I, there's a, a new product so there's like um I think you, Mormons you came out with the new cream cheese Oh, then Normans came out with a new cream cheese. I was like, you know, I saw people posting on Facebook that there's a cream cheese shortage. I'm like, sure there is, because we've already had killer bees and we've had locusts. 
and we've had hail and snow <laughs> in May, and we've had this, and we have Corona. So you know what? Let's get rid of cheese. Let's just you know destroy cream cheese also. Let's have a cream cheese shortage. Makes perfect eggs before Pesach in Israel. Another shortage. Like, of course, this is going to make perfect sense. Um, have you tried? I mean, anything? I feel like all the shortages though weren't long lasting. Like we had a yeast shortage for for a second, a chicken shortage for like three days. But they didn't really last that long. So I'm like optimistic. Yeah, but the cream, but you have to know the yeast shortage isn't over. Am I losing really? everybody? Yeah, I, I think a lot of people, what I've been hearing is that a bunch of people are really, uh, a bunch of neighborhoods really do not have yeast. And somebody said to me, they're like, wow, you, know, wow. you know, there's a yeast shortage. I'm like, I think I actually caused the yeast shortage. I have to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's terrible. It's not funny, but it is funny. But, um, but yeah, so just tell me with 30 seconds or less, are you guys on track to be able to meet your next publication date for the next issue? Yes, we are. We're working on the July issue. We're actually doing a shoot. We did one yesterday. We're doing one today. It's going to be really cool. Um, we're doing like fresh ideas for summer. And I'm very excited about it. I mean, I feel lucky to be able to actually be busy working and producing. So right. I'm thankful for that. And thankful for everyone who reads Blaishek. Amen. I and by the way, I'm I'm so appreciative of the of the issue getting to my house whenever it did, but getting to my house, like you're able to produce and people and it's Flashix has a community the same way the Nahum Siegel Network has a community, the same way JMAM has a community. And it's really important to continually be connected to someone else. And, and I appreciate it tremendously. So thank you. Thank you so much. Shifra Klein, Flashix Magazine. Shifra, I mean, I can't imagine you were able to get it to um, South America, Australia, Canada, the UK, and Israel this time. But, um, but Flashix can still be gotten digitally. It actually made it to certain places. No way. Yes. We, you could download it digitally. Okay, yeah, yeah, it went to England. Yeah. Wow. Good for you guys. Good for yeah. you guys. Unbelievable. Flashix.com for more information. F-L-E-I-S-H-I-G-S. The same way you'd think Flashix is spelled. Flashix is spelled. Shepard Klein, as <laughs> always. Thank you so much for your time and for your creativity and for your friendship. And I wish you a Chag Sameach. You too. And, thank you. And continued sanity. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very Bye. much. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and a full afternoon of programming continues. The Zoom Live Lunch hosted by Nahum Siegel begins in just a few moments. And yes, the Zoom ID and password have been given out. Here it is again, folks. 814-353-5064. That's is the ID and the password is J-M-A-M, all lowercase. Magic man, Avi Fryer, joins us again for the live lunch because yes, the mystery package has arrived. Tune in, do not miss it for a moment. Throwback Thursdays at 1 p.m. Encore of JM Rewind at 4 p.m. And the Arab Shabbos show hosted by Mark Zamek, brought to you by our friends at TEDM, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Join Nachum tomorrow morning as he hosts an extended JM name starting at 6 a.m., and at the conclusion of Jamie and Naomi, join Naomi for Table for Two at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. And then, of course, stay tuned for the encore of the Arab Shabbos show, followed by the Arab Shabbos music mix, all brought to you by our friends at Kedem. 
Abrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull this Monday, Shabbos at 9 p.m. Matzis hosts JM Sunday, Sunday at 7 a.m. Folks, please remember to support our ongoing fundraising campaign. We are here and live every day, and you make that happen. Go to fjbunity.org and donate today. All donations are gratefully accepted. I wish everyone a Yom Yerushalayim Sameach. I cannot believe we are in Jerusalem. That was actually part of the plan. We were supposed to be in Jerusalem now to celebrate. But folks, I can't believe a whole bunch of other things going on. So why should this be any different? Shavuos is next week with food in our mind and Shifra Klein. We're going to close with Vial HaKol by Simcha Liner. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Love.